Episode 41 of my official podcast. Oh, I like the new opener, Bob. Also known as Bob Smiley, super funny comedian. And I'm Jesse Floria, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. I need to come up with some cool nicknames for myself like like you do. How about uh, Jesse, commander of the comma, and supreme over the semicolon? Uh, keep working on that, Jess. Uh, I will. Uh, In the meantime, can you believe we've done 41 podcasts? Absolutely I can, you know, because our last one was number 40. I memorized the number system for these kind of situations. Uh, No, 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 no. You know what I mean. We've talked about so many important topics, such as having manners, living with humility, finding our identity in Christ, sharing our faith, overcoming fear, and much more. And we still have so many more life-changing topics to talk about, like why it's important to comb your hair down if your dad is going to give you a piggyback ride through the living room. Wait, what? Uh, Why would that be important? Ceiling fans, Jesse. Ceiling fans. Trust me, flatten that hair down. But today is a very important topic as well because we're going to be talking about obedience. Uh, I think I just heard a bunch of kids changing their podcast station. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's the way podcasts work, Jesse. But I agree that obedience isn't a very popular topic. I, I know my dog doesn't like it. It may not be popular, uh, but it is important, especially to God. First John chapter 5, verse 3 makes this clear when it says, Here is what it means to love God. We love him by obeying his commands, and his commands are not hard to obey. That's a good verse, but before we talk about obedience, can I tell you what I got for Christmas? Oh, sure. That sounds fun. It is, because I got a glow-in-the-dark Frankenstein doll. My favorite thing to do now is turn off all the lights and walk the glowing creature toward my dog. And my dog's favorite thing to do now is bite me. I thought he'd bite the action figure, but that's not what happens. Either my dog knows it's me making the creature walk toward him, or he has really bad aim in the dark. I think your dog is pretty smart. He knows what he's doing. You're probably right. And sometimes animals almost seem smarter than humans. Oh, what do you mean? Do you know those plastic tubes that gerbils crawl around in? Yeah. Well, gerbils never get stuck in them, but humans do. Okay, I feel a story coming on here. Well, now that you mentioned it, my dad recently took me and Billy to Henry Hippo's Pizza and Prizes. Oh, that's where the prizes taste as good as the pizza, right? Right. But it also has this awesome maze of plastic tubes that kids climb around in. You know, the ones that look like they were made for giant gerbils. Well, Billy and I were playing in those tubes and didn't hear my dad shouting. Evidently, my dad was saying... Calm down. We have to go. Uh, not to point something out here, Bob, but if you didn't hear him, how do you know what he said? Uh, that's not really important right now. Billy and I are going to stick with our story. We did not hear him. Anyway, we kept playing a while until Dad climbed into the tube to get us. To be more precise, he he tried to climb into the tube to get us. He, He made it through the first two links of the tube pretty easily, but he didn't do as well with the third. No, I take it back. He actually fit perfectly in the third link. So he got stuck. Yep. Ah! Even Henry Hippo tried to pull him out, but he wouldn't budge. At first I thought it was sort of funny when my dad got stuck, and and then I began to worry. I said to Billy, what if new air can't get in here? You know, I've seen so many shows where kids get trapped in cave tunnels or in boring classrooms. 
and all the oxygen gets used up. It, looking at my dad, I didn't see any space for air to squeeze by him to Billy and me. And if that wasn't bad enough, my dad seemed to be using up quite a bit of oxygen by yelling. This time we heard him loud and clear. In fact, everyone in the neighborhood heard him shout. He was shouting, didn't you hear me calling you to come out? And uh, how did you answer that? Well, I didn't want my words to incriminate me, so I tried to change the subject. I I said, Dad, please stop yelling or else we're going to have to get a plant. And Dad did stop yelling. He asked me, wait a minute, why, why would we need a plant in here? And so I told him that in science class, I learned that plants turn carbon dioxide into oxygen. I explained, this tube needs oxygen, and if you yell, then you need to get a plant in here so we can breathe. And suddenly my dad calmed down, and he actually started to smile. And he then told me, you are the funniest kid in the world. I said thanks, but reminded him that, you know, I'm just average. Oh, but your scientific knowledge, that certainly saved the day. It did, sort of. I mean, the rescue workers helped a bit, too. They arrived and freed my dad from the tube. Dad even told them that there should be more plants in the tubes so everyone could breathe. They just looked at him, and then they strapped an oxygen mask to his face so more air could get to his brain. Once my dad was cleared by the medical professionals, he pointed out that I should listen more carefully when he calls me. You know, your dad makes a good point. Uh, Not about plants being in the plastic tube, uh, but how children should obey their parents as soon as they're called. You never know when obeying your parents will keep you from getting hurt. Or, I guess, keep them from getting stuck in a plastic tube. And it's not just parents that God wants us to obey, but teachers, grandparents, police, and other authorities. You know, like it says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Well, my dad was certainly groaning whenever he was stuck in that tube, and that certainly was no advantage to me. Good point, uh, I think. Uh, But the main point is we need to obey our authorities and know our Bible. Because if someone in authority over you asks you to do something against God's laws, then you need to stand up for the truth. Like like if a friend of yours asked to help steal chicken eggs from Mr. Pavado's house? Do you have a story about that? Uh, no, no. Good. Uh, but that's a good example, and we received a good question about obedience on our call-in line. Didn't Jesus disobey by running away from his parents when he was 11 years old? Let's unpack that, because at first it does sound like Jesus disobeyed his parents, but the Bible tells us Jesus never sinned, and since disobedience is a sin, that means Jesus didn't disobey when he stayed in Jerusalem instead of going in his parents' caravan. Oh, I definitely would have gone in the caravan. Those vans have so much leg room, and some of them have video screens so you can watch a movie on the way back home. Uh, No, Bob. Uh, A caravan I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding, Jesse. It was a joke. I know what a caravan is, and I love that story about Jesus because it's the only time we hear about him as a kid. You know, but maybe everyone listening to this podcast doesn't know it, so I'll I'll summarize. Oh, you are getting really good at those (laughs) S-words. Splendid compliments, sir. (laughs) So, according to the story in the book of Luke, Jesus and his parents traveled from Nazareth to Jerusalem every year for Passover festival. A lot of other Nazarethians... Oh, I think it's Nazarenes. uh, That's what I said. Nazarenes traveled with them because this was the biggest festival of the year. Jesus was 12 at the time. After the festivities, everybody caravaned back to Nazareth. Jesus' parents figured he was hanging out with other kids. You know, know, it, it takes a village. I hear people say that to my parents all the time. 
But after like a day, Mary and Joseph figured out Jesus wasn't with them. So they hurried back to Jerusalem and found Jesus sitting with the teachers in the temple, answering questions and asking some of his own. Oh, great summary, Bob. Uh, The Bible doesn't give us, you know, a lot of details, but it does say that when Mary found him, she asked Jesus, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. To which Jesus said, why were you searching? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Jesus wasn't an ordinary child. You know, he was God and man. He had an understanding of the scriptures that amazed the temple teachers, but it's not amazing to us because we know God wrote those scriptures, so Jesus knew them because he created them. Um, Joseph and Mary knew that God was Jesus' father because an angel told both of them that truth. So... Did Jesus disobey? No. No, like I said before, Jesus never sinned, and disobedience is a sin. Therefore, staying to teach in the temple wasn't disobedience. Jesus didn't defy his parents and run away from them. The Bible says he stayed in Jerusalem while everybody else left. The Bible doesn't say everything that happened. It just says his parents didn't know that he stayed behind. And since there weren't any cell phones back then, it was harder for Joseph and Mary to check up on him. You know, I don't know what it'd be like to be a parent of God's son, But I'm guessing that Joseph and Mary trusted Jesus to always do the right thing. And in this case, being in his father's house, the temple, was definitely the right thing. And I think the right thing to do right now is ask you for help with a joke. Uh, Wait, really? Uh, Bob, uh, Bob, this would be an honor. Uh, but, But why me? Well, I can't deny any more the popularity of your Jesse jokes. That, and you're the only one on this podcast right now. <laughs> Mainly it's the last reason. Anyway, I was wondering if you could help me with my joke about infinity. I don't have an ending for it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, but you're not going to get away so easily. I think I have an answer in the form of a question. What's infinity plus infinity? Uh, I don't know, and I, I don't really want to know right now. To infinity and beyond. Oh. Come on, Jesse. I feel like you're just toying with me on that story. But but that's a great place to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. And at that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to Focus Store to buy Average Boys, <laughs> that's me, Devotional books, devotions for super average kids, books one and two. They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and huge laughs. And speaking of big laughs, we'd love to hear more jokes from you, our listeners. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to have your parents' permission before you call, because we might use your question and your voice on a future podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's-